Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming Double Star Girl Edition with hey Matt J, Zach, and Alana. Yes, that's us. The original crew. And today we're discussing Star Girl episodes eight and nine. Just some last week. It's a good thing that we have them together because they were very similar episodes. <laughs> truth, truth, truth. In which oh. people. The same thing happened in all the episodes. People saw <laughs> Eclipso stuff and were sad. <laughs> it it yeah. felt very much like a comic book. Um, mm. Yeah. Yep. I guess. Not like, that the goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it was giving me vibes of like, not like Tower of Babel. What well, kind of like Tower of Babel where like each hero had their own like personal trauma kind of going on and one hero was going around and helping them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It did. They did feel like one really long episode rather than two episodes. Yeah, 100%. I agree on that statement. It definitely felt that way. It was definitely built around that way. It was. It felt like it, technically it should have been three, so the Yolanda portion should have been part of that, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been like a three-parter. Yeah, yeah it was building up their humanity, building up their uh, the differences be- of their life and also the jsa like falls further and further apart yeah slow death or less and less of a hero crew Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was crazy that yolanda never came back which really made me think like maybe she is gone well she didn't come back in this episode in these two episodes these two episodes yeah i'm sure she'll heroically return right when they need her the most without her costume though uh, she'll be like, I went into your house and found my costume, Courtney. <laughs> All right. Well, they. Well, they. So shall right, so we start with the Rick episode? Yeah, e- episode eight. Names, by the way. Huh? Hmm? Do these episodes have names? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. I think they do. Summer School Part 9, I think is actually the it's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, last season they had names either. Oh, yeah. So the beginning of episode eight is a teacher from the school to dress like a Victorian school mom goes to see ah, Rick. Sorry, I felt I, and I his opened uncle. a rift. I don't <laughs> oh, know what I did. Why did okay. I open a rift? Are you up in the sky, Jay? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. You can use it to get places. That's it. I am pair. Hey, Jay. Uh, yeah, so she shows up at Rick's house uh, to apologize for calling him a cheater, a dirty, dirty cheater. And also mm-hmm. to talk to him about collage. Yeah. Okay, I was they very can... confused. Sorry, Why were Jay? you confused? Why? Because first of all, I thought he was no longer living with his uncle. I didn't know what, what was his uncle doing there. I was like, <laughs> why is his uncle here? And it's why his uncle's still... house. But why is he still taking shit from his uncle too? That's because he's still a minor. Because he's a minor, yeah. <laughs> he's a superhero. He should just kick his uncle's ass and be like, don't, stop, stop mistreating me. I mean, he couldn't beat up Grundy. I mean, he couldn't <laughs> kill Grundy. You think he's going to... beat up Grundy. He beat, he beat him he up. Beat he just him. didn't kill him. Yeah. He, but you think he's just going to knock his out his uncle? Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be like, you're a, you're a douchebag. Stop, you know, get out of my life. Especially since he I does seem to be it, older. Wouldn't his uncle like him to get out of his life? Wouldn't that... Isn't that what his uncle yeah. wants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he's... His, his uh, maybe his uncle is using him for child support money. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but Rick is like he's not—he's not like a child. He can—he can make his own decisions, and I, I don't think he's eighteen, is he? 
I think nah, he I is. I think he is. He's in school. He's either 17 or 18. Okay, if he's 17, he's not legally, like, emancipated. Where's he gonna go? Oh, yeah. He can go live with, like, Re- like Courtney. Be like, my wow, okay. Okay. My corn- Come on, you know they would take him in. Like, my, my uncle's a complete and utter douchebag. Like, can I live with you? And they'll be like, sure. Rick wouldn't ask that, though. He'd be like, I can handle it. That's true. Rick is very proud. But ultimately, I guess what I'm getting at is that the Rick uncle storyline is, I just don't want to deal with that. Well, don't worry. You don't have to because his uncle's a critical condition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was one point of confusion. And the second point of confusion was, so Rick didn't actually <laughs> cheat on his history test? No, he never did. No, he didn't. No, he definitely didn't. Okay. That was never in question. Yeah. So he's like, like, Courtney, once you actually study, it's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. He started having good influences in his life. Mm -hmm. I was just confused because when it looked like group up for check splash, when it looked like the teacher was like, you need to take the test again. He kind of gave the impression where he was like, oh, you got me. No, no, it Uh, was more like you. Well, Rick is such a bad actor, and it was really, and I say that, it kills me to say that, because Our Man's one of my favorite characters, but and his acting was, there's a, there's one time coming up in this episode where his acting is abominable. <laughs> <laughs> so so in that part, it's if you're trying to read his expression, good luck, because he's not very expressive. Jay, did you have something? No, no. I mean, yeah, it's just it was just him being like... Mm. Uh, why am I wasting my time? What you? No one's ever going to trust me anyway. So why am I listening to sitting here dealing with your asses? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I thought because the uncle was still there, it was like a flashback or something, but it was not. That's totally understandable because we haven't seen the uncle in a really oh. long time. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> okay, so Rick leaves and he makes his big tearful speech. To Grundy, he's like, I can't take it anymore. So this is the part I was talking about. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like, awful. all I just do is give and give, and I you just know, take. It's actually not the part I'm talking about. There's another part that's coming that's even worse. But he's like, he's like sitting there blasé, and then all of a sudden he's like, I can't take it anymore. I'm so tired. He's, and he says that he's tired. I didn't understand that. Like he doesn't see, he doesn't look tired. He doesn't sound. Yeah, tired. no, it's emotional tiredness. He's tired mm-hmm. of everyone crit criticizing him thinking he's a loser who can't learn and uh-huh. yeah it's just tired of uh-huh. being second guessed right no i i i got that like that all makes sense it's just we haven't checked in with rick in a while so this felt like it kind of came out of nowhere yep yeah and i think it would have been nice if they showed like if the taking care of grundy stuff was actually affecting him negatively maybe financially since buying 12 cheeseburgers is not cheap yeah, it doesn't seem like a big deal. He just walks out of the woods every once in a while and leaves some food. Right. Well, uh, having gone through being second guest a lot of your life, it uh, mm-hmm. it does wear you down. I mean, you're go happy, go lucky, forever, however long you can. But yeah, once you just snap. Well, I definitely snapped long. like a like uh-huh. what two months ago. I like snapped. Um, I had to just if you get away from that everyone. Uncle with your uncle that uncle too like that guy's the worst (laughs) yeah yeah he's not great yeah uh yeah so he freaks out about it and 
um wait i wrote down a quote it says getting nothing back he's like i'm getting nothing back from feeding you you monster but i don't i didn't interpret his comments that literally it's not that Grundy was giving nothing back to him. It's more like he's a superhero and he tries to do the right thing and he gets nothing back for any of it. Yeah, except for getting critiqued by his teachers, being called the loser. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then getting beaten by his uncle. It's just so uh, sad that he can't go to his friends at the JSA when he's feeling low. Well, that's the whole point of these last bunch of episodes is the fact that they mm-hmm. aren't a cohesive group that support each other. They're all individualized people who have traumatic lives, but they're all young and naive and they don't know how to communicate uh, with each other. Solve, yeah, they try to solve their problems on their own. Is that truck supposed to be hovering? No. It's, it's, also, it's also a little bit of Eclipso's influence, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm like, geez, Eclipse, so talk about overkill. You're already really powerful. You have to mess with their heads, too. Well, I think that's Eclipse's only power is to mess with their heads. If, yeah, if- I was wondering about that, too. Well, this show comes up later where in the second episode where they're talking about, well, is this getting too far ahead? Where they're talking about how they have to defeat Eclipso and it involves the host. But Eclipso doesn't have a host right now. So does that mean he can't, like, do that much to them? But he he also like put Sydney in the shadow zone and killed Fiddler kid. So and, de- and defeated Shade. So I yeah, think I think we're in un- we're in uncharted territory with Shade because yeah, in that in that first episode, in the second episode, they um they're talking about how to kill if they um <laughs> to stop Eclipse, so they have to kill the host. But you're right, there is no host now, so they so, don't they don't have a solution. So what are they gonna do? I don't. I don't. We I don't, don't know. know. What we'll do to him. But yeah. But you're right. That is moving ahead a little bit. So for now, right. let's go back to Courtney's house, where there's another yep. big breakfast spread. Mm, I love breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Look at that it breakfast. Back to the breakfast cereal. Yeah. They talk a little bit, and then the wildcat costume returns. Is returned to oh, Courtney's no, doorstep. Oh, there's footsteps over here, you guys. Yeah. All right. I just accidentally dropped my gun. I gotta go back. Yeah, so so somebody comes over and knocks knocks on Courtney's door and returns the wildcat costume. Do I see him? Yeah. Alright. Well we placed yeah. number four. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. We hit we hit a lot. Alright, so Beth now Beth has another good pretty good conversation with Charles McKnighter over the goggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's not really telling us information we don't already know. Um Well it reminds us realm. Yeah, it, it reminds us that she is not, in fact, Courtney's friend. She lied about that. And she just kind of took the goggles. Yeah. Yeah, I like how they're... Eclipso was absolutely spin truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he, he is tapping into it. I like how he's tapping into her psyche to have... To get uh, to it, yeah. Identify so, a weak spot. Because it's true. I mean, where's the lie, as Zach likes to say? Mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Like, she did take the goggles. No one did choose her to be the next Mid- Dr. Midnight. Yeah, she totally lied to get in the house. And what is with her going into people's houses unannounced? Well, that's the CW. It's that's what people do. She's <laughs> a plucky CW character. But yeah. no one else does it. Just her. And she only does it to Courtney's house. Pretty she sure Courtney did it. did it to... Didn't someone do it to Cindy's house? Yeah. Well, Beth, Beth, oh, it was Beth, Beth again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, has, uh, she has issues. I did not. Oh, God. That whole first half of that episode made me uncomfortable when she started interacting with Eclipso. 
Like, like mean all the racism. Ooh, yikes. The racism? Ooh, yikes, yeah. Yeah. I was like, ooh, yikes. I thought that was interesting. Ooh, the um this the subreddit was like, oh, you know, he was just being racist because he was trying to get a rise out of her. And I was like, but he was also possessed by like a 30s explorer who probably yeah, that... wasn't the most tolerant. Yeah, that's what I was getting. I thought yeah, it, it came it, from. It was, made sense um, to the character. Go yeah, th- that he was definitely like, I mean, Bruce was an old dude and the, the kid was obviously from way back when. So it made sense to be racist and have those thoughts and from that era still sucked. <laughs> but uh, it is and then I think he realized that I think at the same time, because he was in the psyche, that I mean, it, it was like a double thing. It was I feel like it was probably his normal thoughts, but then he knew he can get a rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I it is a little weird that like a demon would treat humans differently based on the color of their skin when presumably, you know, it's not human, so why would it care? But the only thing I didn't like it is there a part where Beth then calls him racist and he like reacts strongly. Oh yeah, and he's like, How dare you call me racist? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's uh, like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he yes. wouldn't care. <laughs> That's but what actually, you were doing. <laughs> so you know what this reminded me of was Lock and Key, the comic. So have any of you guys read Lock and Key? Uh, uh, yeah, I have. I read the whole thing. Okay, so do you remember the part where the demon... Uh, what, I don't re- think we know the demon's name. When he's possessing the kid, and he says to the mom, like... Or I don't remember who he says it to, but he says something along the lines of, you need to make the right decision here because ugly girls can't afford to be stupid too. Oh man, guys, there's bad part? guys here. Okay, I'm coming. Got him. Nice. But anyway, so that yeah, really that really stood out to me because we've seen demons like murder people a bunch of times, like innumerable times probably, and it doesn't really get a rise out of you. Whereas comments that are like sexist or racist will come at you in a way you don't expect. Oh, so I thought that was pretty effective. Oh, well, I don't know about you, but. I do kind of always expect racist comments from like super villains from everyone. Oh, that's oh, too bad. Okay. That's uh, sad. The, uh, I have to say it's true to the JSA to have a villain. That's a racist since they fight like Baron Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Per Degaton. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice callback. But no, I thought, I thought it really made him seem a lot more evil in a way that you wouldn't expect. So I thought that was effective. Also, the part where his face appears on the laptop screen with like a jump scare music. Yeah. Do you guys remember scary. that? Yeah. yeah. No. All right, it's final. It's a kind of blinking. You miss it. So you might have been on your phone. Ooh, burn. Ooh, snap. Well, <laughs> you know, this episode was a little slow. Oh, uh, no, I shot an NPC. Okay, oh, no. move, okay moving on. Uh, Rick tells a story about saving a dog. Yeah, so he's hanging out with he's hanging out with Grundy while Grundy's eating. Oh yeah, mm. Grundy's just eating like a bunch of apples. I was like, Grundy's yep. still gonna be hungry after that. No, there was a lot of apples. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, apples aren't that filling. Grundy Come doesn't on. eat. They're mostly water. Get out of here. Grundy eats like meat. Starving. Yeah, <laughs> Grundy's like enormous. You know how many like calories he must need for his TDEE? <laughs> for his what? Yeah, but... His total daily energy allotment or something like that. I was not familiar with that. Uh, with that uh, TLA. Uh, the acronym. Yep, three-letter acronym. 
Yeah. Okay, what, what was that, Jay? <laughs> oh, nothing. It was actually four letters. Okay. Does anyone need uh, potions? Shield potions? No, I have uh, You got a heavy? I also have some. Uh, no, I have smalls and I have uh, soda. Uh, the, okay, we'll come back to, for soda. I have to say, the come Grundy on. visual effects are not very good. Yes. Yeah, well, come back. Right, come back for soda. I'm, I'm okay with it, though, because, like, you know, it's Grundy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm glad that he's in there, but, like, with this part where Rick's, like, sitting next to him, it's, like, so clearly green, green screens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just content myself with the knowledge they're saving their budget for some sweet fight scene. Yeah, some sweet jade action. Ooh. I want to hear about that. Check a bow yeah. yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> okay. Gross. So the effects are not great. I uh, oh, I, uh, do you guys like the part where he pats him on the back? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're just a mindless monster, and then he goes a pat on the back. Yeah. Not so as screw you. <laughs> no, he's yeah. like I get, it. I get it. Buddy. Oh, he's I like it. I yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying, don't be. Co- Why are you calling me dumb? You're the dummy. Yeah. I'm not as mindless just... as we're led to believe. Yeah, he's just repeating the same mistakes all his teachers did to him. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then we have a pep talk to staff. The staff. I, I'm not sure I remember this. Yeah, oh, so is that where she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're hurting staff. She's like, yeah. You're I wish to- I could help you. Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant like, like a bunch of people who are the staff. Not the well, literal staff. When no, would that like, have been? Like, as in the cosmic staff. Well, that's yeah. why I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So she tells the staff, "You're my friend." It's so emotional. I never so emotional. said it before, but I love yeah. you. I love you, staff. And then she names the staff Cosmo. Yeah, Which I hate. Was, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I don't mind her naming the staff, but she could have named her. Could have named it something better. Yeah. Like Starry. Starro. Like Rod, how about Roderick? Rodney. Ooh. Yeah, Rodney. Hey, guys, Matt's just leaving, so let's follow him. Follow me, guys. It's called leadership. Uh, oh. So yeah, she feels, and she says to Pat, she feels useless without the staff. Which she, which of course she is. I don't want civilian treatment, Stripe. Bonnie, who said that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's your favorite Mike? character. No, your favorite character. Sandy. No, Sandy the Golden Boy. <laughs> Yeah? No, it's Kyle, Kyle Rayner. He says it's a stripe? No, no, no. He says it's Aquaman <laughs> after he loses his powers in Tower of Babel. No, it's after he gets his ring stolen by some random mook in a prison riot. Oh, it's when Batman uh, tells him he's really an idiot. That's really freaking deep cut. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we're identical. Yeah. Uh, okay, but then let's move on to Beth. Speaking, hold we- on. Speaking of Sandy the Golden Boy, uh-huh. when is he joining the show? <laughs> Great question. Yeah, we need him. Post and I, you know what? He's not going to join the show because these people with the Sandman t- TV show. But you know, people can handle it. <laughs> You're going to think the audience is going to get confused. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh so God. yeah. So moving Why on am to I driving. Beth <laughs> <laughs> has a family meeting. Yeah, where they eat Rubens. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, her Rubens. her parents make her food, which already is like weird because yeah. her well, parents first, don't bef- cook. You can already tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we get there, uh, we get to the p- point where um, she's working on the goggles first, and she yes. gets a little hint of McNiter being there, and then 
you see that she has this whole computer get up for working with the goggles and stuff. And then you see that little quick little flash as she, uh, uh, when she can't get in. Did you all catch that? Like yeah. a, a flash of Dr. Midnight's face? No. Was it Dr. Midnight after he talk? she talks to, uh, I thought it looked like someone else. I did not see it, so I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. There's uh, on the computer screen, there is a quick flash of, like, almost looks like a zombie to me, uh, screaming and yelling. Oh, was that Eclipso? Was that what I was thinking of with the Eclipso on the laptop? I think I thought it was. Yeah. So I I didn't think it was Eclipso. It looked like someone else. I'm. I thought it. I thought it was. Maybe we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Looks like we're sure. losing our bounty here. So yeah. So the parents talk to her about the divorce, but then she they start. She starts seeing things, and they, she starts uh, thinking they that they're saying things that they aren't. They also they also tell her that uh, it's her fault that they're getting divorced. Yeah. yeah or they did they do. realize oh, yeah. that? Though? No, yeah, of course not. Did. That, whole, that whole scene didn't happen. Come of course on, it did. <laughs> Jay, Jay says yes. <laughs> no. It's, Oh, no, of no, course they, not. They talked to her later and they're like, we never had a family meeting. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, they were just spitting again. Eclipse was spitting the hot truth. <laughs> yeah. Except for the racist part. That's not true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that scene was pretty good. Um, And then. Yeah, so then and then she wanders off. Um, Rick uh, goes and find and discovers that hunters are going after Grundy. Yes. It's like, oh my God! They're going after Grundy. Grundy's gonna kill him. They think it's a bear. They think he's a bear. Yeah, very convenient that as soon as he gets in his car, they start the radio talks about about it. I'll admit, mm. I didn't see that the hunters were gonna be Eclipso too. I was like, this seems reasonable. It was all gonna be not real. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much. <coughs> very elaborate for Eclipso. Yeah, let's kill him. We have 30 seconds. Yeah. So, and also Stargirl and Pat just happened to be there. So at one point, I think Stargirl calls Pat Pop. Did you guys notice this? No. I did not. I did no, not. I so. thought she just said Pat in a weird way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems more likely, yeah. Nine We're not going to get the bounty. Let's kill this guy out of the principal of the thing, though. Yeah, I agree. I think we got him. Oh no! There's no. There we go. So, uh, Toba Cons- So, Courtney, at one point, she starts lecture. Oh yeah, she lectures Pat about knowing more about Eclipso than he's letting on. And I'm kind of like, where do you get to lecture people about keeping secrets, Courtney? Yeah, Courtney. Wait, what secrets did Jack? Thought they agreed not to keep secrets. Yeah, that you keep. Well, she kept Rock secrets from her own mother. Yeah, yeah then she was, agreed not to do that anymore. That was prior to the agreement not to do it. <laughs> but she, right. still, she still has kept secrets in the past. Are we holding grudges now for things in the past? I suppose that's past. true. I shouldn't hold it against Courtney. Um, okay, so this is when we possible, get... Then there are the woods. Beth goes to Courtney's house and starts talking to Bruce. Yeah, this is when we get the racism. So we, we covered that. Yeah, uh, we did. We covered it for 40 years. 
More like 150. Yeah, longer than that. Jeez. Um, like, my life. My life. racism. You remember right. racism before you were like three? That's what too bad. It starts, it starts early on. I mean, I don't uh, remember a lot from before I was three. That's, yeah, that's Bruce is racist. Uh, Beth. Oh, so Beth has a vision of the old JSA. And they're all like, we don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not, yeah, it's not because you're black. It's because you aren't you're supposed stupid. to be. You're stupid. <laughs> you cheat. You lied. You stole. I mean, yes. the worst part is you can live with it. And the thing is, it's pretty effective because it's like I bet Beth probably feels a lot like she doesn't belong as part of the JSA. Who would? I mean, we've criticized her also for not being very helpful. <laughs> I feel like you can't fight. There's a part later where you're like, you, they're like, you can't fight. All right, let's oh, yeah. for the circle. Okay, I, I picked a fight ah, and I'm retreating. Ah, I died. Ow. Wow, that was a dick move. Why did he teabag you? Yeah, no, he just shot me. Nope. Wow. I, what gun does he have? Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, so we learned that a girl that is missing, skin. taken presumably by Eclipse uh, or by Grundy. Grundy, and Grundy heard a hunter, Star yeah. Girl and uh, Patsy, that. Why that guy uh, teabagged you, dude? Yeah, he yeah. did. Okay, so so Beth meets the JSA, and I was like, that's the only Joel McHale we get in the whole episode, because he's labeled as a guest star. So is, yes. Yeah, well, but did a decent amount. More than I expected, <laughs> honestly. Okay. Uh, and then we get to the part, yeah, so we learned, so Rick charges through the woods, chases him, and then, and then he confronts Grundy, and this is the part where Rick's acting is abominable. <laughs> Would you guys agree about that? He like walks he walks up to Grundy. He looks at the girl. He looks back at Rick. He looks back at Grundy. He has a neutral expression. Neutral yeah. expression. Neutral expression. Neutral expression. And then he says, how could you do this to her? Then he goes back to neutral expression. How could you do this? <laughs> it's it's awful. Yeah. And then he grabs his necklace. And he's just like, and you're like, oh, he's going to be mad. Oh, he's going to turn it. And then he just holds on to it. And he doesn't like pull on it or anything. He just kind of like holds it. And you're like, what are you doing, big guy? I, what are you doing? Why is your uh, act so awful? Yes. Also, I find the like explanation of his powers in this confusing. Mm -hmm. Like he's in the hourglass and you turn it over and then he has super strength. It's like, where's yeah. the injection? How does it work? It's not magic. It's supposed to be a chemical. Like, go back mm. and watch season one. I don't know. It wasn't very clear in season one. And then later in this episode where he breaks it, it's like, okay. Maybe it releases gas. It didn't even make sense in the first place. It's an aerosol. <laughs> uh, aerosol. The why would it only know. work for him? It was it genetic? I don't remember. It might not only work for him. There's well, then everyone uh, should use it. Beth should use it. Miracle works for everybody. Yeah, okay. it might have been because it's his dad's like special formula, so it might Mira be tied Kuru? to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, it might be, yeah, tied to his genetics. Keep it from falling into the wrong hands. Genetics, yeah. just like no time to die. Am I right? Yeah, spoiler alert. You bring up <laughs> genetics. <laughs> genetics is a plot point in No Time to Die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We have enemies. Yeah, enemies yeah. all around. There's actually a lot of enemies. Who this this landing? Oh, I'm already getting shot. This isn't a good place to land. <laughs> Yeah, so eventually Rick attacks Grundy and he just really beats him, beats him up. And you're like, wow, good for you, Rick. It's a lot you're easier strong. than the last time. You're a strong boy. So strong. 
But then, oh no, it turns out he's actually been beating up his uncle. I like that. I like yeah. how, how there's fireworks in the background while they're fighting. Yeah. America! Okay. Well, you're not going to be prosecuted! Except he totally is prosecuted, and he shouldn't have, because he you did know, nothing wrong. It's interesting that the JSA let him get prosecuted. It's like, mm. I feel like they could have easily been like, um, just leave. We guys yeah, gotta, go because, gotta go get it's Zach. Rick. It's Rick. He's going to be good about it. Yeah, everyone just, two shoes. Yeah. Believes I, that I they could so. uh, do mm. right and uh, and do all the good things in life. I and... think they would have been like, listen, I think they could have just talked to the uncle and been like, listen, it was an accident. <laughs> the okay. uncle, in a co- he's like in a coma. Yeah, so all the more reason. Not well, they can't talk it. to him. <laughs> Somebody right. shot me. No, I, I, I thought him. I thought him going to prison made total sense. I was fine with it. The hourglass getting smashed was sad, but I like that it raised the stakes. This also reminded me of how in Injustice, the Joker tricks you ran into killing Lois. Hey guys, Lane. guys, help, help! I'm not with you. Okay, okay. I have to go get Zach's uh, card. What's this gun? Um, All right, Alana, let's go save your brothers. Yeah, <laughs> go, come save us. Come save us. Okay, so in uh, the end, Rick is framed for murder, and then we learn the goggles can actually defeat the Eclipso. Yeah, well, can, can break through, through uh, the illusions, the, yeah. Illusion. Which the makes illusions. sense. Which sure. makes sense. Uh, Does then, it? Yeah. Why it's psychological. It because the Eclipse was psychological, so the goggles should have nothing to do yeah, with but it. Yeah, but it like beeps at you and tells you, hey, look at this. Ah, I died! Behind you, Jay. <laughs> behind you, up, up on the roof. Oh my god, that was like a one-shot. Well, you guys you're, half, you're at half health, but yeah. Well, I know. Um, I, I also thought it was funny that the parents didn't comment on Beth wearing them until the end of the scene. That yeah. Are, that uh, yeah, I noticed wearing. that. Uh, but something also that I thought was interesting was that Beth, unlike Yolanda and Rick, was able to like overcome the Eclipso visions. Well, most of it, because I feel like, because it was targeting the racism. And I mean, she grew up with it, so it's not going to hit as hard. Trying to I mean, convince her, what was it trying to convince her to do? To admit that, admit yeah. that she did all those bad... It seems like he has to have them admit that they've sinned, and then he ha- gains power over them. So mm-hmm. the fact that she refuses to admit that she did all those things for the benefit of herself and... Well, uh, well, she wasn't a liar, but she is a liar. Totally <laughs> uh, liar. Yeah, I think what Eclipse was trying to do is make her just give up. Just, just like curl up in a little ball and cry, and she okay. didn't do that. Yeah. Also, it's not like she's a big threat. Well, well but maybe she is because her mind is stronger than her two teammates. I guess that's true. And uh-huh. then, and then, if you go, that goes back to my your, or easier th- earlier theory about how if Eclipse doesn't actually have power beyond convincing people to do bad stuff, mm-hmm. you know. There you go. Yeah, it's possible. Anybody have anything else for Stargirl episode eight? Grundy speaks. I don't know if he spoke last time, but mm-hmm. he says, friend. He and t- also somebody has a pep talk at the end. I don't remember who. Wait. What? There's pep a pep talk? talk? Yeah. Uh, was it when Courtney freaks out and... I don't know. I don't think it's important. I think I it's either... To... Mm-hmm. They're talking about Stripe and the naming of Stripe. And he's like, I didn't name him. You did. 
She's like, yeah, that was funny. That wasn't that wasn't at the end, but that was great. I like that part <laughs> where she's like, "You named the robot." And he's like, "No, I didn't. You did." Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah." It was either oh, yeah. Beth or Courtney. I think that got a pep talk. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on to episode ten. Wait, hang on. Nine. First of all, it's episode nine. Jay, did you have anything else? Mm, no, I I can't think of it. Okay, and I'm not going to. So. All right, so episode nine begins with Bruce Gordon's flashback in the old-timey 1940s or whatever. Yep, in his office, freaking out. And, a, yeah. and yeah, and Eclipso is convincing him to give him assumed direct control so he can give him everything he wants. And yeah, for kill some reason, husband. Gordon, and for some reason, Bruce Gordon does it, even though he like knows Eclipso's evil. Well, but, he wants his wife. The power yeah. of love, baby. Power he, of love. Yeah, he clearly doesn't he have a lot of morals that. since he let Eclipso, like, you know. Give him all the things. Zach, are you fighting someone? Yeah, it's just a bot. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Bruce Gordon lets him take over, and we don't see what happens after that, but presumably the rest is history. It wasn't history. <laughs> and then, moving on, Courtney recaps recent events. And there's a, a new storm coming in, like a hurricane. A big one. Everything's yeah. yeah. I, I, what's her name? Ah, uh, the mom gets to go home early. Always Barbara. a nice, oh, Barbara. Barbara yeah. Always a nice, uh, always a nice thing to have happen. <laughs> Apparently, we were, I was talking to a coworker about this. Apparently in Florida, they routinely get like hurricane days, either off or they get to go home early. I believe That's it. the thing. It's a thing. I would yeah. too. Flooding is bad. I mean, that would happen to me in Connecticut. Like they'd be like, "Go home early because it's snowing and you can't drive in the snow." Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so well, hang on. There's one quick thing where Courtney's like, "We're never prepared enough for you, Pat." It's like that's Burn. true, not just about the storm, but about supervillains. <laughs> yeah, why? I think that's a different part. I think where they're talking about going after Eclipse, and he's like, "You're not." He's like, you're not ready. You don't you, you don't even have a plan. And she's like, we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Courtney, you gotta have a plan. <laughs> and then the we JSA get I couldn't even defeat a clip. <laughs> okay, so yeah, then we, she's like, we get go time. Let's go. Yeah. So we get now is the the big flashback that we've been waiting all season for with the JSA. Is this the funeral? Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca McCurry's funeral. It's great. I mean, it's not great that it's a funeral. And okay. the scene is actually okay, but it's just great. I liked seeing them all together. The people who write the show, and by that I mean Jeff Johns, etc., seriously have got to explain at some point, like, what is the deal with the timeline? What do you mean? Because it's like Bruce Gordon is an explorer from the 30s, and then he becomes bad guy, and it's like they're dressed in, like, 50s, they're wearing hats. People don't wear hats in 2020. <laughs> Like, mm. clearly the JSA is from, like, the World War II era, which is as it should be. But it doesn't make sense that Pat is still, like, 40 in 2021. Because he's, like, the same age at the funeral. They gave him a natural long life. And so is Sylvester. I agree with Alana that I would like to... It's weird that they're drawing the explanation out for so long. But Diamond gave to, gave to Bruce Gordon a natural long life. But, like, why would Eclipse just, like, wait around for the JSA to, like, be active before, like, causing problems? Maybe uh, he enjoys powerful enemies. Maybe he just <laughs> is hanging out. I mean, there's been hints before this. This is just the most recent example of the fact that the JSA seem like they should be older than they are. 
Of course. Maybe yeah. they got powers from Eclipso. The writers uh-huh. aren't worried about it. Ooh. No, I'm not worried about it either. You guys ready to get out of here? Because they clearly went through a time warp. They're right. hypocrites. Let's time do the time warp. warp again. And then Pat still hasn't told Courtney. I thought they said no more secrets. It's not a secret just to not tell you something about your past. I mean, are you sure? (laughs) Yes. Isn't that kind of the definition of a secret? I got a secret. That's like, like, hey, Courtney, just so you know, I had sex with your mother today. (laughs) said no more secrets. I think this is a little bit different. (laughs) Nope, no different. Only different in your mind. Wow, okay. That's that's an interesting take. I don't want to know your secrets. Exactly. Good. Exactly. <laughs> Some secrets. It's a very broad definition of secret. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought really... they specifically said, talked about how no secrets revolving around like <laughs> Clipso. Yeah, I think that's understood. <laughs> yeah. At, at some point, these Courtney should be taking history class and be like, "Wait a second, Pat. It says here that World War II was like 80 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> how can you still be here? Yeah. You said no more secrets." Something's well, not adding up. There's Wait, one it says time. here Rebecca McNider died in nineteen fifty three and you went to her funeral? <laughs> I like to imagine Courtney's just like an idiot who never or just is incurious and just never oh, bothered I mean, to put all that stuff together. She never studied until like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's not that hard once you study. Uh yeah. Her. So the so the gang the whole gang is there, including John Wesley Shep. Be still my heart. His great entrance. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Did you oh, like that, how? Yeah. Did you like how um every, uh, how Starman never misses an opportunity to talk down to Stripe C? I know, right? <laughs> Such a what dick. a dick. What a dick. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Flash. And Starman's like, we're in public. And there's like <laughs> nobody else around. <laughs> well, well, no, there's civilians still around. Yeah, you never know who might be listening in. Exactly. I know, but, but still, it's like, come on. When they were when they cast Joel McHale as Starman, it made me wonder why they picked him. And now, because he's like, because he's because he's good at being a dick. Because he like always plays an asshole. Yeah, Matt, why are you following his llama? It's dropping, <laughs> dropping, it's dropping loot. Oh, okay. Very ah! Sorry, Sorry, Jack. Jack. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so dropping's not that good though. No, so, it's just wood. Okay, so at. So after the flashback, Pat has a vision of the coffin, like sitting in his living room with a creepy hand. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about the funeral again. Um, okay. It shows that Mid- Dr. Midnight is probably blind. Also that he had the goggle technology and like other things that aren't goggles, a.k.a. his yeah, sunglasses. Of course, of course he's blind. That's why he has the goggles, so he can well, see. I know. I haven't yeah. talked about it on the show yet. All right. I'm getting into the circle, Jay. Here comes um, the storm. Who else was there? Ted Grant and yes. our man. Yeah, and, and our man, Lou Ferrigno Jr. And but they weren't. Not everybody was there. Green Lantern wasn't there. I and, found it hard yeah. to tell all these white guys apart. I agree. Racist. <laughs> Whatever. It's how I feel. That's my line. Okay, Eclipso. Okay, Eclipso. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was cool to see them, especially Flash. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm gonna get this bounty. I also oh, have. Shit. I'm also like a sucker for when superheroes call each other by their first names. So it's like yeah, at the funeral, and they have to call each other by their first names, basically. Oh no! So bad this game. The next Hold scene, on, we, got, it, we got an enemy coming. Is the the creepy? Um, Stop moving! Is is the the creepy coffin and Pat's? Uh, oh, in the basement. Yeah. 
Doesn't he also see the flower? Flower. And the kitchen table. And where he... Yeah, so I thought all this stuff um, was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And then the flower wasn't there either. Mm Mm-hmm. Lana, so you're a little hurt. You might want to heal. I'm, wor- I'm working on it. So at this point, I was like, are we seriously uh, just going to go through every single member of the JSA having weird, uh, like, vision, psychic visions? Come get, soda. come get soda. Yes. And and none of them seem to, like, think, oh, Eclipso makes me see weird shit, even though it's been mentioned, like, many times on the show. You got so, me. Jay, oh, just God. throw the soda. That's not coming back. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that's what you guys were doing. Attack! All right, where is this fool? He's over by me. Yeah. All right. Now res me, Seymour. <laughs> well, we got to get your. Uh... I got it. And we got. Okay, there's a. Uh... Let's use that one. I'm taking command. Not a mad. All right, go Zach. <laughs> Where's the car? I'm following you. All right, follow me to the car. Okay. There's um... people up there. All right, we're just so... gonna grab the car and leave. So he has a vision of the coffin. Then there's another flashback where Joel McHale is talking to goes Carl and talks to the shade. Yes, and we don't see what they talk about. Oh yeah, the shade looked dope. Why you with couldn't even see it? No, he just looked off. He's got a great silhouette with the cane and the and the hat. You have a great silhouette. You're such a sycophant. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I don't Any feel shade like they is need, good enough. I feel like they didn't need to cast Jonathan Cake for that since he's there. Isn't like, there's a part he, where he talks to Barbara? And it is, it's his voice. That's why they needed Jonathan. Yeah, Cake. yeah. There's no yeah. way that's Jonathan Cake in that. Right. Even Andrew was like, "That's not Joel McHale. That's a body double." <laughs> so Barbara's like driving so. home, and her mm-hmm. car dies, or as I like to call it, the smart mobile dies. It's All never right. going to happen. Jack, what are you doing? I'm, I'm climbing the walls, Lana. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> where I got the all-terrain tires. Right, Three out of four out. ain't bad. Thanks, guys. You guys are such a team. Um, all right, so she, so it dies, and then there's a flashback to the garage um, where the JSA discusses whether or not they need to break their vows um, uh-huh. and go... That's like... Get, isn't that way later? Nope, it's right now. Really? According to my notes. Well, I... First... In the initial conversation starts now. Yeah, well, Is this first, just the one with Sylvester and... and um, Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Also, Pat goes through his files and he finds JSA classified files. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like kind of what kicks it off. Like he's he's working in the garage. Starman comes in with the special JSA elevator. Yada yada yada. Um. So you know what killing the host reminded me of, guys? Uh, Alien. No, of another really good comic from Starman. The Mist. No, Ragdoll. Ragdoll has a host? Ragdoll's a host? Well, do you guys remember the one with Ragdoll? The really good one issue with Ragdoll? Yeah. <sighs> no. I don't okay, think so it's a one issue, but that one arc, yeah. Okay, so Lana, what happens is... Is Ragdoll's the, dad or the son? Ragdoll the dad. Not okay. the one from Secrets of X. So Ragdoll the dad becomes uh, a cult... over near me, guys. Help. Becomes okay. a cult leader and yes. lear- has the gift of Gab. And he has um, like thousands of followers. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at the end, when the JSA capture him, he's like, "Okay, you can capture me, but okay. I know your family. I know Green Lantern's employees, and I can hit you where you're weak." Bwahaha. And there's nothing you can do about it. Even from prison, I'll just go kill him. So the JSA are like, "Well, we don't have a choice except we have to kill him," and they do. They do? What? Yeah, I don't remember that. What are you talking about? 
Well, they just, who kills him? They just snap his neck? I, I think it's like in the heat of battle, they're not really sure who struck the final blow, the fatal blow, but inevitably what is this, someone What is the Matrix dies. 2? <laughs> Wait, what happens in the Matrix 2? Yeah, what? <laughs> well, they, we don't know who br- took the sun out, but we know it happened. Oh, yeah, like, like with the, the humans are the machines. Who struck first? The machines are yes. us. Yes. Yeah. Who killed the uh, the sun? Yeah. So anyway, that's um, what this reminds me. I was gonna say it's like Batman Begins. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. Okay, I thought mine was better. Are you talking about Yolanda too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. the JSA member that kills. I, I, I'm gonna watch it die. All right, so that's that's interesting. I like that anecdote, dude. Ooh, I the do. trees are on fire over here. Oh, there they are. Mean? They're over yep. there. Yeah, we might not want to. Oh, there's. Oh. All right. Uh, so next we have Mike's turn to get messed with by Eclipso, where he thinks he sees Ice School Junior. Yeah, we also see they're flying. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but even before that, we get like hints that it's an icicle esque character because you see like the fog in the background, the icicle in the background. Oh yes, yeah. The house starts to get cold. It starts getting cold. He's like seventy two. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Barb also sees Icicle Senior around the same time in her car. Yes, yeah. I like that part a lot. It's nice to see Neil Jackson again. Yeah. Although you never yeah. really believe for a second that he's actually back. I like well, I like how it kind of messes with the viewer where they're like, I'm causing a storm, I'm making it cold, I'm not dead. And I told Cameron I was alive, like you're starting like, hmm, I wonder if it's real or if it's a clipso. Who can snipe you guys? Move around. It's a uh, clipso. Okay. Oh, that means you. Yeah. I I, I kind of like how Cameron was talking to um to Mike, and he's like, "I killed you, killed my dad, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna kill yours." <laughs> but also, my dad came back, so he's not actually dead. I want to be like, <laughs> you know, can yes. we, it's, it's can we like just call funny. it even? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should, stop, we should stop. We fighting. We should stop shooting at these guys since we're not really making any progress. Retreat towards the circle. I guess Retreat so. To a bush. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. So. Okay. Cameron goes to visit. Barb sees Icicle. Cameron and Mike. Oh, the the uh, Cameron kills the dog at one point. Yeah, yeah. that was so sad. Yeah. Apparently, the dog's name is Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do that. That's I I did not realize. All right, guys, let's just stay Why do here. Buddy hate animals. I didn't realize his name was Buddy. That's why my friend Chris's dog's name is Buddy. Because it's a popular dog name. Aw. Anyone have shotgun ammo? Is it? I mean, uh, sniper ammo. Oh, so, guys, no. we should we need to set up a kill bot. Oh, enemy coming in! Right, right near me. Help! Okay, I'm gonna go hide. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got focus fired by both teams. That sucked. Good luck, buddy. What do you guys should do? Hide, <laughs> hide. <laughs> Let them fight. Let them fight. Let them fight. Like Godzilla. Okay, so Walmart is hiding. Yeah. <laughs> Shade helps Barb, and then the staff cures Mike by he just grabs it. Oh yeah, Shade's great. He's like. Just start the car, Barbara. <laughs> that car can really do it. So when she first, the car first dies, and it starts to freeze over, and she's like trying to open the door, and then she's mm-hmm. like turning the engine. Oh, it made my heart cry because you, the car was obviously still running when she mm-hmm. turned the key because it's that crank, crank like it cranking and grinding and i was like it's on just hit the gas it's on it's just hit the gas because mm-hmm. of the audio cue of it was like oh no it's not dead she just thinks it's dead which was i thought was a great audio cue and a great sound engineering decision for that um, wow so it leads 
it's further credence to the idea that Eclipso was just messing with her. Yeah, it was 100%. Because when your car is on and you turn the key, it just grinds. And so mm-hmm. that was the grinding sound that was happening. So I was like, oh, well, obviously the car is still there and it's still running. She's just not hitting the gas. Fair <laughs> enough. That's why she's stuck. That's a dude. Oh. Man, what, there's a guy behind you. Yeah. Yeah, the whole team's there. Yeah, that's right. Kite around the truck. Yeah, just keep kiting the trucks and the wood. Yeah. <laughs> Is it all of them and me? <laughs> yes. I, I think they're going after the, uh, yeah. the, the thing. They're on the other side of that porta potty. Stay there. So I try to kill him? Now, well, now that one saw you. <laughs> that one absolutely you saw that. you. He you absolutely know. saw you. <laughs> they're looting. They're looting. You might... <laughs> kill him! There's no, one no, coming right no, behind no, you. No, 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 they don't see you. No. Ooh. Are you American? <laughs> oh, you started their fight. You started their fight. They don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Damn it. Oh, <laughs> I, almost got one. I almost got another one. It's not funny. Okay, so Courtney does not explain to Mike what Eclipso does. So she just lets Mike think that he's crazy. Well, no, Mike is part of those conversations. Yeah, he knows the on. So he 100% know. They talk about okay. it at the table. Oh, all right. Well, as an audience member, I could have used a refresher, even though I watched these two episodes back to back. Um, yep. So then Pat is in the basement and he's washing his hands because he thinks he has blood on him. And then there's the flashback to the vote. Yes. Very yeah, dramatic the vote. Which is like, ugh, stupid Ted Grant's dick. Why? Oh, they're like, hey, we're going to go get Stripes, Stripesy's vote. And then he's like, I don't want your vote. You're not a member. It's like, Dude, yeah. they just said they wanted his vote. Like, well, no, he chill. didn't say it. He didn't <laughs> say it. Everyone else did. But it's actually, like, no. Can you just no. be cool for one second? <laughs> like, the team. Okay, so imagine the conversation before they get in the elevator. Hey, we're going to go ask Strapezy for his vote so it can be an odd number. And Ted would be like, no, I don't want to. And they'd be like, can you just do it anyway? And he's like, okay. And then they go down. And he's like, I didn't want to do it. It's like, just, <laughs> ugh, you already agreed to it. Pick up off of Joel McHale's vibe. Like, Joel McHale treats Stripesy like crap, so the rest of them <laughs> Also, yeah. yeah. But, Ted also, Grant, our, man, our man treats him fine. Ted, Ted Grant is a little bit of a dick sometimes, especially when he's younger. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. Uh, I, also like, I also like that Flash was the one person who was like, no, and I won't be a part of it. Yeah, I like that part too. Even though he didn't really present an al- a good alternative. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, maybe he should have another idea instead of just no. <laughs> yeah, Flash. Yeah, Flash. But yeah, Stripesy. I hope I hope he'll be back, but I don't see how he will. Or was Stripesy's alternate decision? I no, I agree. Same thing. Well, Stripesy's well, not a member of the team. He doesn't have Stripes- to come up with the idea. Also, Stripesy at least went along with that. Like at least he like helped out. He drove him there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why does he need a driver? He's the wheel man. <laughs> so he's lazy. Maybe he doesn't want to fly around on a bright ass stick. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Courtney. Yeah, who right, apparently red just, car is much more physically subtle. larger than Courtney. So I'm wondering. Yeah, so maybe this, maybe Cosmo just can't lift that much weight. <laughs> Cosmo. Cosmo, and it's catching on. <laughs> Uh, but that is something that I actually quite liked was that when the JSA go to kill Bruce Gordon, it's not in like some big dramatic 
superhero fight scene. They just go up to his house and murder him. <laughs> and no, he's a good thing he's at home. It. it probably is a somewhat dramatic fight scene. We just can't see it. Mm. We just don't get to see it. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably <laughs> taking a nap, and they probably walk up, while, and he's like, take a wildcat claw. A wildcat, yeah. Just slices his neck and uh, and that's watches it. Watches him die, and he said yeah. and says, "I'm glad." And then they say, "This is for <laughs> Rebecca McNighter." I mean, it, that, yeah, it felt yeah. more like a murder. Is the point? The McNighters send their regards. It was like a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, did you guys like the part? I know this is skipping ahead, but did you like? Did you guys think of the part where Pat was like, "Yeah, they killed him," and then it like broke the team up, basically? I like that too. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. It yeah, was, it was. It was interesting. Yeah, I mean, and I think it shows the. I mean, it was obviously meant to show the parallels between what's happening with Yolanda and everyone else when you murder someone, and not everyone is. It sits well with everyone, and no one can agree and support each other, and immediately, the team falls apart because you're not really unified anymore. Yeah, they're not a team. It was more the vote that split the team than anything else, right? Well, well, it's the fact that they couldn't come to terms together on whether or not murdering someone was okay or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, just like, like the of, current JSA. <laughs> and some of the team didn't even get a vote because they weren't there. Yeah, okay, but, it's like and a were they bitter that Pat got a vote even though he's not a team member? <laughs> it's because nobody else was there. He's like a well, he didn't he have a, a deciding vote. So. He was a tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm kidding a lot of he did have the deciding vote because he was a tiebreaker. He ended no, up being well, the deciding vote because Starman was the deciding vote. Well, they mm. assumed Starman was if going to. If Stripe hadn't yeah. voted, the decision would have been the same. Okay, so anyway, Starman goes wait, wait, in. All right, one more thing. Sorry, did you guys yeah. like the part where they... Oh, I have an enemy near me. Did you guys like the part where they name-check a bunch of JSA people, including Dr. Fate and the Spectre? Yes. Oh, also at the funeral, wasn't Johnny Thunder there? I don't oh, think yeah, we mentioned was. him. Wow, Johnny Thunder gets no respect even on this podcast. Why wasn't there for the vote? I guess because then they wouldn't have uh, the not num- number. numbers wouldn't work out. Yeah, that's a good but question because like he was in the episode or he was in the episode before it. I guess he's been in a couple episodes before this one, right? Just yeah, the one. just the one where they introduced him, and then this other one. Oh, you shot him right in the butthole! Oh yeah, that's where I like it. That's the way Matt likes it. Okay, so then they get the diamond and they put it in the case where we see it later. And as they talked about, the team drifted away. And then we have the classic exchange between Pat and Courtney of, you lied to me, but I lied to you in order to protect you. Yep. A CW classic. classic. (laughs) If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, and then she's mad at her mom for lying too. Oh, yeah. They're falling right into a drag out argument. I do yeah. like the part where she's like, wait until I tell my mom. <laughs> That's like, your mom knows. <laughs> she knows, doctor. <laughs> your mom doctor. told me to do it. Cold, cold-blooded. Yeah. She knows, doctor. She knows. Check it and see. <laughs> yeah, and the end is them just fighting. And by fighting, I mean arguing to a pop song. And then only Eclipso is laughing. Kind of a sappy pop song. It was like, they lied to you, Courtney. <laughs> How could they? I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember that, but that's fine. <laughs> I remember it being a little over the top, but it wasn't that quite like that. All right, and that is episodes eight and nine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So where do yeah. we go? Where the first of all, where the heck is real Joel McHale? He's I taking know. forever. He's taking forever just to get to get to Pat. 
Yeah. And when are they going to help the shade get out of the shadow zone? Working my way back to Pat Dugan. I have I mean, soda. There's only a few episodes left. So, yeah, they got to move it along here. Let's group up for soda. But speaking of moving along here, time for questions of the day. I oh, have you guys full don't want to do them? Yeah, we got time. Okay. All right. Yeah. We went yeah. fast, to be <laughs> fair. Yeah, we did. I think we went at an appropriate speed. With okay. appropriate comments. <laughs> All right. Let's move. follow me, guys. Hang on. There's steps. There's right. steps. <sighs> I don't forget it. Let's go. Wait, you only take the stairs? No, nope. he sees enemy steps. Uh, there's also oh, more chug go. over here if you guys want it. All right. You guys ready for the question number uno? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. If you could see any specific site in the world, what would you choose? And while you guys noodle on that, I will probably say... I don't know. The first one that came to mind was the Great Wall of China, but it is just a wall. I mean, it's, it's a, cool a fun wall. wall. But yeah. It's a good it's wall. It's I exhausting would say... to climb. <laughs> but the riding the slide down, it's supposedly amazing, and I'm so pissed it started pouring, and it broke, and a bunch of people got hurt. Wait, There's what? a slide? Yeah, you <laughs> can slide back down the mountain from the, from the Great Wall. It's like basically like a luge, and it's Whoa, awesome. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tron so I, would like, I would like to see that. The site I would like to see most is a signing of peace in the Middle East. That's well, not a site. It's like yes, a it is. Right. Come on. If you look at it, it's a site. Uh, the site uh, I'd it? like to see. I'm making a pun. I got it. What about the Aurora Borealis? That would, I've actually always wanted to see that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, Jay, do you want to see like it? Like a blue whale underwater. A blue That'd be whale cool. Underwater. That would yeah, be wouldn't cool. that be cool? Jay, Only under. <gasps> Thank you. Well, not like a dead one. Yeah, like a like, like not one in yeah. like an aquarium either. Like yes. like in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. an aquarium. That'd be a heck of an aquarium that holds a blue whale. No, not not an aquarium in real life. Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. I would like to see the surface of Mars with my own eyes. Ooh, wow. great choice! It's, it's wow. just red, dude. Yeah, but I'd be in space, and it'd yeah, be cool. True. Okay, I Man think everyone. Raise. Yeah, I think All everyone right. answered your question. Number two, these were not very good questions this week. I don't know what to tell you. You should hear the ones I didn't do. If you think these are bad, what's I... that witch hut over there? Witch hut over here, that tower. Oh, there's an sure. NPC over here. If you guys want to talk to them, what's that thing? What? When? At what point does the line, the desire to increase one's wealth, cross the line to become greed? When it starts, and it involves hurting other people. So you can... I mean, that's one way to put it. So only if it hurts other people? Only if if it hurts other people is it considered greed? Well, that's... I would say that's where... You asked where the line is. I would say that's where the line is, yeah. I would say when it's becoming... It's becoming things that you don't need. Or even want. But you're just acquiring it for the sake of acquiring it. No, that's just... That's hoarding. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I, yeah. Well, need is is different. Acquiring things that you don't even want. Yeah, that's that's a better. That's hoarding. That's a better choice. If that's like a deep it just for the sake of acquiring it. Yeah, that's like a deep philosophical question, which we don't usually get those. Or like doing things so you can be the first one to do it, like Bezos. Or like, I guess like being the first one to get a new gadget, even if you don't know anything about it. Enemies over there. Hey, I like new gadgets, even though I don't need them, and I'd like to buy them. 
Well, Jay, you found out here first. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I am know. greedy. No, that's true. I, I, I would not admit that. All right. I would not say that. <laughs> yeah, I would say where it's you're acquiring things, but you don't even necessarily even want them. You're just you're just acquiring them because you feel like you need to. That's what you do. You guys want to come with? Sure. Are, are, are we all good with this question? Can we move on to the next one? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, so the next and final question is, what would you do if you accidentally opened an embarrassing piece of your neighbor's mail? Laugh at them? <laughs> I'm not no, sure. Uh, depends on... I think it depends on whether you like them or not, right? Yeah, I think like, that's, that's part the, of it. That's the main criteria. Probably just tape it back together and put it in their mailbox. I, I would throw it out and pretend I had never seen it. What if it's important? Jesus. You didn't say if it's important. It's just embarrassing. Look, it's Alana, like if it's... Chlamydia, it's like your chlamydia test returned and you're positive. <laughs> Alana, yeah. if, it's, if it's important enough, they'll send it again. No. <laughs> it always comes back to... It's also mail fraud. All right, so guys, we have people fighting oh. in this upside-down area over here. No, wait, actually, Jay, that's wanna, true. If you guys want to jump them. No, I don't want to jump on. Yeah, let's yeah, jump on. Jay, Jay, I think Jay probably wants to jump on. You know on. I do. All right, let's go. Let's go. No, yeah, I guess I would have to uh, clear all evidence of my involvement and then give it back to him. Uh, no, I'd probably just apologize and be like, hey, I ripped it open, realized the name, and uh, here you go. Never mind. Yeah, and, and we will speak no more of this. Jay, don't go in. <laughs> but I'm killing. Oh no! Get him! Get him! Get him! He's so low. Got him. I yanked Knocked him down. and I wasn't re ready to shotgun him. Is there another one? No. Yeah. Bunny right here. Oh no! Oh, no. Kill him. Good job, guys. Yeah. Is everyone dead? Yeah, we got him. We got him. Okay. Okay. Resing. 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 Okay. We have a lot of good stuff too. So, Matt, if those are all your questions, I have some dilemmas posted by the real today, hot off the presses from the real. Wow. Please don't sue us. Ooh. <laughs> and I have some uh, chug splash wow, when you guys are done. Oh, sorry, here, comes the, here comes the storm, by the way. All right, so here's your first moral dilemma. Say you are at the beach, and it is reasonably crowded. There's a few people there, okay? And you come across a couple doing it. Oh, yeah, okay. on the beach. On the beach, yes. On the beach. Do like, you... Like, what's that movie? Uh, the Side of Eternity or something? Yeah. This, from, from here, here to, to eternity? From, from here to eternity, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Does the okay. question, do we sit there and watch, or...? Yes, the question is, do you sit, <laughs> do you enemies, sit there enemies, and watch? Enemies, enemies. Do, do you sit there and watch, or do you leave? Don't, that's the dilemma? Isn't it, like, report them to the cops? Guys, they, lo they knocked me down. Sorry. I can't get up again. Okay, oh, okay, shit. Okay. I ah. uh, no, it, it's simple. Do you stay, or do you go now? Should I stay or should I, 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 I go I, I now? I don't know you would stay and watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that's one of the options. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's a few reasons. You pick up, he's pick shaking up me for my goodies. Get him. He's on me. Right below you. Shit. Get him. Wait, I, Alana, where are you? found my I, weapon for the I, wrong I, thing. They reboot carded me, which is very rude. Well, where's your reboot card? It's right there. Where, Alana? Oh, I thought you just picked it up. Oh, no, it's right oh, there. Okay. There it what about my reboot? You got my reboot? I, did. I got your reboot, Jay. Oh, no, there's a person here and I'm almost dead. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was one more. <laughs> Hang on, man, I'm coming. No, Zach, they're going to kill me. I have no health. <laughs> With our reboot yes, cards. Zach, yeah. like, you died from falling damage. Looks like I had 100 health. <laughs> I didn't think that would kill me. That's all good, dude. Okay, 
So anyway, I, I take it none of you would stay and look at the couple. No, that's so weird. <laughs> no, I can't believe that's the two choices. Yeah. I mean, so like, perfectly watch them bang? Yes. That, <laughs> that is what they asked today on The Real. That's what they uh, asked their real listeners. I mean, that's what online are they hot for. I have not, I'm not answering any follow-up questions. Statistically speaking, they're probably not. Okay, well, so that's I don't a think fair so. assessment. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, it's not like I'm just gonna grab a box of a thing of Fishes. popcorn and <laughs> and critique their technique. <laughs> okay, I think. Uh, okay, thank you. I think we've we've spent enough time on this topic. Okay, so here is your next war dilemma. You are in a fancy restaurant and you go to the bathroom. And while you're in the bathroom, you find a 10k diamond ring. How do you know it's 10k? 10 carat. Yeah, how would you know that? And do you keep it or do you return it to the staff of the restaurant? I think I would probably return it because diamonds don't have very much resale value. They're kind of like cars. Once they go off the lot, they're not worth really anything. What if it was a PlayStation 5? But like, should you give it to the restaurant or should you give it to the cop? Oh my god, I found this PlayStation 5 on the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It has more value to you than a diamond ring. Yeah, I would probably keep that. Yeah. The PlayStation <laughs> my has sentimental value. <laughs> It'll forever yeah, exactly. remind you of a wonderful dinner where you got free stuff. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm hanging out in the right bathrooms. Uh, I would 100% return it. to mm-hmm. Why? Uh, when my mom was sick and in hospice, uh, then she turned in all of her stuff to do testing. Uh, suddenly they lost all of her stuff and it broke her heart. Lost all their stuff. That's BS. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, The fact that it literally, like, she, like, cried mm -hmm. over the fact that, like, all of her, her diamond rings or her wedding rings that she wanted to give my brother. We're taken. Yeah. Yeah. So no. that's the point. This stuff has sentimental value. It's not just the resale. And there also, also isn't that much resale, like I was saying. Yeah. The people on the reel made the point that you also want to give it to the cops, not so much the staff of the restaurant, because you don't know if they're trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, then that's them being liable. I'm okay with giving it to the staff. Because if you give it to the cops, are the cops reliable too? That's one thing. Uh, but the other thing is the most likely the people who lo- lose it will pr- most likely first check with the restaurant mm-hmm. rather than immediately thinking of going to the cops. Because a lot of people would probably go to the restaurant if it's not there, assume someone stole it, and then call it a day. They wouldn't necessarily go mm. to a cop unless it, like, uh, yeah, most people probably wouldn't even think of it. They'd probably just assume it's gone. Well, presumably you would tell the restaurant staff what happened and that you were right. taking it through the cops would you i mean I it's mean, all a hypothetical situation anyway yeah. so but in yeah but then i get that but traditionally people will go to whatever mm. place they go to and if it's not there they basically write it off mm. yeah that's no good you just tell the the restaurant that the cops have it, or if you trust them to be able to tell them, then 
that the cops have it, then why wouldn't you trust them to keep Hold it? Hold on to it well, themselves. It's yeah. not really the same. Like, what reason would they have not to tell them that the cops had it? But they would have a reason to keep it, which is to resell it. I guess they were probably hoping if no one claims it for long enough, they can take it. There are some fireflies here. It's like when the teacher doesn't show up in college for long enough, you can go home. That's in high school, and it's not That's true. That's college. <laughs> I mean, in college, you don't, have to, you don't have to go to class if you don't want to. There's That's no true. consequences for it. No, we used to think that there was a rule like that in high school, and apparently there wasn't. But one time, <laughs> my teacher really didn't show up for 20 minutes, and we were like, bye. And then we mm-hmm. got in trouble. And we were like, um, you didn't show up for 20 minutes to class. Like, what, what, it, what, are, what? what are we supposed what? to do? Yeah, exactly. We're only human after all. Wow. Okay. Alana still is mad about it to this very day. Yeah, I remember, because that teacher was freaking weird. Mm. He was right. a grade A creep. Okay, so here is our next moral dilemma. You are driving on the highway, and a guy cuts you off and flips you the bird. And then mm. about five minutes down the road, you see him pulled over with a breakdown. Do you stop to help him? I flip him the bird I mean, and I laugh at him. Not. I wouldn't. I. I mean, okay. Look, as a petite female, <laughs> I wouldn't really probably stop for anybody on the highway because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no way. Also, like, I don't know anything about fixing cars, so what am I going to do? That's Provide it. Provide moral support. <laughs> My New Yorker would come out and I'd laugh and get flipping the bird and honk. Guys, come help. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay yeah. Uh, yeah, most, of the real, most of the real fam did not, would not pull over. Oh, so I think you guys are in not. good company. He's a massive jerk. Well, even if he wasn't a massive jerk, I'm still not sure how much I could do. I mean, if there wasn't, like, that whole early situation, I probably would help. I'm okay with helping people. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. And then the, last, and then the last one, since I, I think we're good there, is simple question. There's a con- work conference coming up. It could be really good for your career, but your best friend's wedding is the same day. What do you do? Wedding. Wedding. Yeah. There'll be other job opportunities. Thank you. Come around. Also, you said it was a conference? Yeah. Yeah, conferences are like... I'm a dozen. Yeah. I guess the idea is like your boss is like, I really want you to go. And you go, hey, boss, you go. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming you can't find some kind of compromise. All right. And that is all for my real questions. Thanks, The Real. Please don't sue us. Matt, didn't you have have one last would you rather? Oh, I did have a would you rather that I came up with myself if you guys want to hear it. So you don't want to wait for Rob? Why? Why would we for Rob? So he can weigh in. It's okay. He can weigh in next week. Uh, there's right. an enemy over near me, you guys. Also, we might want to get this car and get the get the out of Dodge. Okay. All right, Matt. So what's your would you rather? Okay, I'll come pick you up. My would you rather is... Over there in the bushes. <laughs> My would you rather is... you. Ha- oh, and I think I, I might have told on this. All right, enough lead up. Jay, get on. We're getting out of here. Get in, loser. <laughs> We're going shopping. <laughs> but... I want to shove for his head. We're saving democracy. Let's go. Um, okay, so you have to watch a three-minute-long sex scene. Not um, porn. Not porn. It's not just porn, a rated R sex scene. boobs. There's no. There's no below the belt stuff. Uh, you have to watch it. That is happening. Um, now, would you rather watch it with your parents, <laughs> or on a plane, uh, on a laptop, 
I with no and with with and you cannot make any attempts to like cover it up. And, and you're, you're in the sitting, aisle seat. And you're sitting in the aisle seat. Airport. Airplane. Airplane. <laughs> I've done it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that hard of a question, unfortunately. Okay. I did it on a bullet train in China. What about your friends or on an airplane? Done. Oh, I don't care about either one. All right. Yeah, no, I 100% would do it on a public transportation. <laughs> if it was friends or parents, it'd be friends. If it was friends or public transport, I don't know. They're both fine. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. Catch us every week for more Would You Rathers at twitch.tv slash mcslanty. Oh, no, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. And group up with us next time. Bye. That really hurts.